1: It's sippin' time!
2: Hey everyone, and welcome to this sud segment where good beer meets really bad radio. This is good old gal Juliana, and joining me today are my co-hosts, good old boy Dave.
3: Uh, Oh, have we started? Is this where I talk? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey everyone, how
1: are you?
2: Good old boy, Matt. Howdy. Hey. Good old boy, Kendall.
1: It's always a pleasure.
2: And good old gal, June. Hey. Hi. Kendall and his lovely wife, June, do a beer blog that we'll find out more later in the show. I can never say that. Sorry. And also with us, Matt, um, good old boy, Matt, I should say, has a beer blog called Nashville Beer Blog. And we'll learn more about that later on in the episode as well.
4: This episode is part two of our recap from the 2016 Beer Bloggers and Writers' Conference in Tampa, Florida.
1: And we were going to cover 10 beers from 10 breweries in 10 cities, but screw that, because you know what's better than 10? 11! Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. So we have 11 beers from 11 breweries in 11 cities in Florida. Florida's always had a ton of tourism. You've got the beaches, water sports, theme parks, uh, the space center, and great weather. But the beer scene hasn't always been that great. On today's episode, we're going to show you that Florida is a great choice for your next beer beercation.
3: Good old boy, Matt. You uh, used to live in Florida, right? How was the beer scene when you lived there uh, compared to how, how it is now when
5: you were there for the uh, BBC? When I was there about 10 years ago, there were in Tampa Bay probably one or two breweries that I knew about and I visited one of those um, and only heard about Cigar City and uh, coming back I was blown away that you know there's almost 80 breweries now in the area just in the last three to four years and uh, the the beer bloggers conference was incredible to check them out and get more information about them and, and especially try their beers
2: cool well from what we saw when we were down there it seems like things are really coming together Here's a lineup for today's episode. We had the Roasted Jalapeno Blueberry Porter from 2 Henry's Brewing Company in Plant City. And the I-10 West Coast IPA from Intuition Ale Works in Jacksonville. Devil's Triangle IPA from Florida Beer Company in Cape Canaveral. Quackalope IPA from Barley Mow Brewing Company in Largo. Drift English Mild from First Magnitude Brewing in Gainesville. The Megamix Pale Ale from MIA Beer Company in Miami. Blueberry Cobbler Fruit Ale from Funky Bruda Brewery in Oakland Park. The Rodbender Red American Amber Ale from Three Daughters in St. Pete. Unholy American Tripel from Copper Tail Brewing Company in Tampa. The Passion Wheat from J-Dubs Brewing in Sarasota. And last but certainly not least, Key Billy from Brew Hub in Lakeland.
3: We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now.
2: Hey Dave, I think we need good old boy Matt to do the ratings. Okay. Matt, take it away.
5: Thank you. We'll be discussing rating these beers with these suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one. That sucks. Give me anything but a banquet beer. Great. Number two. Was that a belch? Number three. Ah, what a relief. Four. A body should really not make that sound last but not least, five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another.
6: Yay. Nice job. <laughs> nice job.
2: Nice job. Um, well, Matt, since you did such a great job with the ratings, why don't you kick it off with the first beer?
5: So our first beer is a roasted jalapeno blueberry porter. It is a brown porter. Um, this is from Two Henry's Brewing Company in Plant City. And uh, it's a porter with roasted jalapenos, fresh blueberry puree. Um, we'd, we'd noticed a few different Florida beers had blueberries, um, a couple in our tasting.
1: Yeah, they're great beers.
5: Um, I'm a huge spicy fan of uh, spicy food, spicy beers. And I was really in- excited when I saw this, that you guys picked this up. So I'm really happy to, to discuss it a little bit. Um, I really smell the blueberries. The, the smell is incredible um the jalapeno is a little slight um it could be a little stronger um so it's not a huge spiciness but i think it's a nice a nice uh balance um i don't know i'd say three to three point five to four I, I like it it's pretty good
3: We're integers re- only <laughs> we'll round that up to four okay <laughs>
1: I already screwed it up. <laughs> uh, this is an <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's his first time. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Be gentle know. with him. We, you did great. We really like integers around here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Cool. You know, I thought it was a great beer. Uh, had a little roastiness to it, I think, partly from the grains, partly from the peppers. There's a huge blueberry in the nose and then a little bit of the pepper, but it's really faint. It just adds a nice little layer of complexity mm-hmm. um, Overall, it's it's a good beer. I didn't think it's, uh, you know, not one of my favorites I would go to, but it was interesting. It's a three for me.
4: Good old gal, June, what would you think? Yeah, I mean, it was an odd pairing. You think blueberries and jalapenos, but, I mean, I, I kind of liked it. You know, the jalapenos kind of cut the sweetness of the blueberry, and um, I liked it. I don't know that I would, like, drink a pint of it, so we'll say a three for me. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I remember having it the
2: first time, thinking, "Wow, this is like a really novel idea," and I kind of stole some (laughs) to take with us. (laughs) We're giving it. But um, really impressive, and I wasn't able to find any more like in my travels, so I'm really happy that I was able to bring back what I did. But um, it makes me want to make a blueberry porter because it's so... T- like I didn't think it would go well together, but it really does. And I liked it, so I gave it a four.
0: Well, I
3: love this beer. And um, for me, I think porters and dark beers are the best types of uh, beers to pair with the flavor of blueberry. I think a lot of times people put in an IPA or something, and it will kind of fight with the hops. <clears throat> but, um, but I just think this was a really well-rounded beer, and I really enjoyed it. So I gave it a four as well.
2: Well, let's move on to the next one. Kendall, what's your pick?
1: Uh, we have inner. Intuition. Let's see if I can say that. Intuition Ale Works out of Jacksonville. It's a West Coast uh, from Jacksonville. It's a nice IPA with some two-row malted barley and a little caramel melt and a crap ton of Northwest hops. I said crap because I don't know how to pronounce question mark ampersand. Exclamation point. How many pounds is a crap ton?
4: <laughs> is it a. It's a little. Oh, I can't say that. Is that, that word, an imperial crap ton or a metro <laughs> crap ton? Exactly. it's a little less that.
3: than. A Nest load. You know, I like this.
1: We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the beer label says it's music to your nose. And I enjoyed this. Uh, the caramel in it's very light. You get the piney and resiny. And you think, okay, this is just your average American IPA. But. Then in the finish and the aftertaste, the bitterness fades out. I just got a lot of tropical fruit. And I really like the tropical mm. fruit that they've pulled in here from, you know, whatever hops they're using. And uh enjoyed it. It's a four for me. Uh, uh,
2: uh, Go to Gal June. What would you think of it?
4: Um, yeah, I like that one. It had a good little uh, sweetness kind of up front uh, that kind of fades to a little bit of bitterness. Um, IPA's... Are kind of hit or miss for me. I like them, but not always. Um, but this was a good one, so I'll, I'll give it a four. Uh, uh, uh. I like this
2: one as well too. Um, I thought it had good hop balance and like I, I could taste some malts, And that's a problem I have with a lot of IPAs is sometimes it's so IPA-ish that I, get, yeah. you know <laughs> um, that I don't get. Yeah. That I don't get. I don't get any malty backbone, and it makes me wonder what the heck I'm drinking. Um, but this was a nice mix, and I got some maltiness, some sweetness out of it, but um, good hot balance, and I gave it a four. Uh, uh,
0: uh, Fancy,
3: panty Nancy. Um, I liked this beer. I did not love it. I I got caught up in the bitterness a little bit more, I think. The um, finish was pretty nice, but I gave this beer a three.
6: Uh,
2: Good boy, Matt. What
5: do you think? So I have a question for everybody. Is this considered a West Coast IPA, or what, what kind of IPA is this considered?
2: West Coast, I think.
1: Yeah, it's kind of West Coast. Just You know, it's those traditional piney, resiny, bitter flavors. A little bit of citrus. A little so, bit. Oh. A
3: little higher on the IBUs, I think. I was
5: thinking this was a going to be a West Coast IPA I thought it was going to be more of a hot bomb and it really wasn't there. No, it wasn't. So yeah. that's that kind of threw me off. So I'm not a huge IPA fan. I love me more malty or darker. I give it a 3.
3: Maybe they meant the uh the west coast of Florida.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's it's from Jacksonville, so wrong coast. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's I don't know. Dang it Kindle.
2: Something or something. Well, anyways. Well, that's two down. Um, I think that was pretty cool. And um, we'll be back in just a minute after a little brief break.
3: With good old Gal
7: the right keep your eyes on the road my darling wondering if we're only passing through open roads and open windows my hand is yours forever
2: Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are discussing the beers of Florida with our second episode of our BBC 16 tour. Um,
4: up next is June. Good old God, June, What June, what's your take? Um, I've got the, uh, the Devil's Triangle IPA from Florida Beer Company in Cape Renavril. Uh This one is described as generously hopped with Columbus Warrior Centennial and Cascade Hops. And, yeah, it's definitely generously hopped. I really, I liked it. Um, a good floral aroma, uh, but a good bitterness, good bold bitterness, um, some subtle citrusy to it. Uh, but I thought pretty well balanced. Uh, I did like this one. I'd give it a four. Yeah, I did too. Um,
2: very hoppy. The aroma on it is is stunning. Um could sniff this all day but easy drinking and i can understand why they enjoy this in cape canaveral i gave it a four as well
3: oh me <laughs> that's funny because i forgot <laughs> um so I, I thought this beer was okay i i, I think it was kind of like the last one. i got a little too caught up in the bitterness of it but yeah, it had some good hop characteristics a uh, pretty good finish i gave it a three
5: so i like this beer it's it's hoppy but it's not overpowering um the abv 6.66 this surprised me a little bit but um not a whole lot i'm not a huge uh pale ale fan but i like this pretty well i'd say another 3.5 but damn it (laughs) take it back take it back all right we're going down to three (laughs) all right you've been warned twice now (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's to me, it was a very standard American IPA. You know, no particular region, just a great hoppy IPA. I love that the Devil's Triangle beer has an ABV of 6.66. <laughs> oh, I didn't even really, notice that. That's perfect. Ooh. Really nice Number play the there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, overall, just it's a very solid traditional IPA. A um, little bit of that caramel backbone, big hoppy bitterness. Uh, it's a four. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Good old gal, Juliana.
2: Now it's me. Now it's me. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about Quackalope, which is from Barley Mow Brewing Company. Quack.
6: Quack. Yes. Is that how
3: they say it in Pennsylvania? What
6: a quack. What is it? Well, maybe. It's quack.
3: Duck's quack. quack It's half duck, half antelope. quack quackalope.
2: <laughs> Fine.
5: Not to be confused with jackalope. I know, right. really. Not at all.
2: Yeah, it's a whole different animal. Um, this is from Largo, Florida, and the description on this is, The elusive quackalope lives deep within the woods, where it stalks its prey in the quiet of the night. Its golden plumage gleams off the pale moonlight, and its razor-sharp antlers give one in, leave one in awe. Or something like that. <laughs> That's Make weird. no mistake, this unassuming beast packs a ferocious bite. Keeping this in mind, we created an American West Coast-style IPA. Get that, West Coast that combines robust fresh citrus notes, resonant-y hop character and bitterness. Be warned, this aggressively flavored yet balanced IPA bites back.
3: That's my <laughs> quackalope impression.
5: Where's the pirate bite for that? <laughs>
3: I am the sound bite. Oh. Mark okay. that sound. Oh
6: my god.
2: So, this is a 6.8% and I'm not getting too much in the aroma, you know, which kind of, for what the description said, I was a little disappointed in that. And the taste was a little lacking for me, too. Um, I just, I mean, I hate to say it, but I didn't feel like it was really balanced. Like, the edge, I get, like, this bite, but I don't get a balance in the middle. Sorry, guys, and sorry for this animal. I'm giving this a three. Mm. Dave.
6: So, <laughs>
3: uh, um, I I kind of like the flavor. I agree about the aroma. I feel like it's it's just sort of fallen off. Um, it'd be interesting with a beer like this to taste it uh, on draft. Um, oh, the, there's I think there's a quackalope outside the studio <laughs> right now. Oh Jesus, we're in trouble. Um, but I, th- I found it to be okay, not great. I would give this beer a three.
2: Good old boy, Matt.
5: <laughs> For an American IPA, I'd expect a little more aromatic hops. And um, to me, this almost feels like a session IPA. But you know, here it is. It's, it's not not considered that. Quackalope light. <laughs> it might, it may, that may be the new... Uh,
4: Quackalite. Love Ooh, it. I like
5: that. Love it. Um, that's all I got for that. I'd say I got a three.
2: Good boy, Kendall.
1: Compared to the other two IPAs we just had, this one is is thin. It's lacking. I, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and think, did they just have a bad batch? Because this doesn't live up to its description. There's really nothing there. I, I got some citrus. I got some tropical fruits, but very little bitterness. It was a two. Kendall could taste the lope
2: but not the quack quack.
4: a little lacking in the quack lots of lope not enough quack June what did you think of this yeah I definitely did not get much of the the citrus notes either and uh, yeah a little too resiny for my Mm. taste definitely a little dank Um, would you say uh, a little yeah a little more than I like but uh, yeah definitely too much quack and not enough lope so it's a three (sighs) okay
3: well... Too funny. Dave? Oh, is it me again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I lucked out here.
2: Yes, you did.
3: So, from Gainesville, Florida, home of the Florida Gators, uh, one of the... I don't, I don't know. I'm in UT country. I better not say anything about <laughs> But anyways, uh, this was one of the coolest breweries we visited in, uh, in Florida. Yeah. And uh, they had a great lineup of beers. We're having Drift English Mild with an ABV of 4.9%. Um, this is one of the hardest styles to brew well because it, by its nature, is mild and leaves nothing to the imagination. So it's either good or bad. Mm, this one's good. For me anyways. <laughs> I like it's got nice caramel, a little bit of chocolate flavor. Uh, it it rinses well on the palate and I uh, really enjoy it. I'm giving this one a 4.
5: Uh, uh,
2: uh. Goodbye, to buy Matt. What'd you think?
5: As a dark beer fan, I can appreciate this style, but I was really just left wanting darker, stronger, more maltier characteristics. Um, decent i give it a four
0: sorry my
3: my bu- my button stuck
2: to like Kendall, what do you think?
1: I, I'm going to piggyback on what Dave said. A mild, it looks dark, but it's it's a light beer. I mean, it's in the scale, if you go Stout, Porter, Brown, Mild, it's the lightest of the British browns. Yep. And it's hard to make. And actually, uh, I'd scored it originally, and as it's warmed up, it's got even better. Like a traditional British beer, kind of on the warmer side, the flavors pop. Mm. And it's a well-executed mild. They're hard to do. It's a five. Ooh.
4: Oh, yeah i'm gonna piggyback on that a little bit as it's warmed up I, I do definitely like it better i can uh taste the chocolate notes in there um this isn't a style that i really have a lot of experience with um but yeah but i i, I do like this one um i would give it a four uh, uh,
0: uh.
2: Okay, I'm piggyback on a piggyback on a piggyback. That poor poor pig. I love this beer. I mean, living with Dave, I have. Well, that's
3: something I need to drink a lot of alcohol. I do, yes. (laughs) The envy of every woman, I think, is what she was saying. Clearly. Um,
2: Maybe. But. No, I mean, like I've developed a good appreciation for English style beers because of Dave's love for those mm. for that style. This though is just stunning because of how light it is. You think mm-hmm. it's going to be like a water bomb, but it is so not a water bomb. It is so tasty, so so tasty. And um, I, I mean, we were lucky enough to to get a good taster while we were there visiting the place and. Uh, There wasn't a bad beer. I mean, and for Gainesville, it's it's nice. I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. And this puppy's a five for me as well. Now, to switch things up, good old boy Matt.
5: So the next beer is the Megamix Pale Ale from MIA Beer Company in Miami. This is described as a West Coast-style light-bodied pale ale, with a mega mix of mosaic, galaxy, citra, late edition, and dry hops, it's incredibly, hugely aromatic and mildly bitter. The hops are really there; you can really smell it. It's not incredibly; you can't really taste them a whole lot, but I can. The smell is incredible.
1: Um, I, I'll give it a four. Yes. Uh, uh, uh go about Kendall. i love this beer it reminds me of what i'm calling you know the modern or the new style of pale ales and ipa where we're dropping the caramel malts yeah going with lighter malts and letting the hops really take the stage and this is a great example you can taste the late hopping and the dry hopping this is so the bitterness is subdued lots of citrus lots of tropical fruits um i really enjoyed it i, I would love to have more of this it's a five
4: Go to Gao June. Yeah, I really like this one as well. Um, Citra is one of my favorite hops. Um, it was definitely very ar- aromatic, not too bitter. Uh, I'm going to give it a five as well.
2: Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the classiest of the bunch. Um... <laughs> I really, really love this too. I mean, this to me is, yeah, it's a new trend, but it is so easy drinking. And for Florida, this is like a perfect beer for them. Because like, you know, for beer nerds, you're getting that aroma, you're getting that hop flavor, but it's not too pungent and it's so easy drinking. I I could drink a six pack of this with no problem. This puppy's a five for me too.
3: (laughs) to call back to the last beer and jump on everybody's (laughs) pig's back and all that stuff. (laughs) Like Kendall was saying, you know, this new style of pale where they cut out the caramel malts, you know, by doing that, you cut down on the sweetness uh, so you don't have to have like a thousand IBUs just to balance it out, you know. And that's what these guys are doing. It's all about the late edition stuff. Mm Mm-hmm so uh i i just think this was a really great beer i i could bet you you would really enjoy this sitting like on a beach side bar uh down on south beach in miami uh, in the heat and the sweat and the thongs so um <laughs> i don't look at that stuff though you know the honey um anyway so i would give this beer a five <laughs>
2: Now, for something completely different. Good old June.
4: Yes. This was the Blueberry Cobbler Ale from Funky Buddha Brewery mm. in Oakland Park. Dude, I <laughs> love this beer. <laughs> she just said, dude, dude, that's awesome. Dude, it was dude. so good. It's a copiously blueberry glass of goodness with real cinnamon and vanilla added. And yet, it tastes like blueberry cobbler. It's not just a blueberry beer. It tastes straight up like cobbler. Um... Love the cinnamon and vanilla additions to the blueberry, and yeah, I'm gonna give this one a five.
2: I cannot agree with you more. I mean. I don't know what they do at Funky Buddha. I mean, because...
3: They brew awesome beer. Well,
2: no. I I mean, yes. <laughs> I know that. But, like, they are so outside of the box. They're in a completely yeah. different box. In a completely different <laughs> they universe. They got out of the
3: box and went over <laughs> to totally another box the, yeah. and got into that
2: box. And then got out of that, <laughs> that box, too. I mean, seriously, though. I don't think yeah. I have had a normal beer from them. But even if, I, I mean, I can't imagine what their normal beers would taste like because their outside-of-the-box beers are so darned yeah. good. But yeah. the blueberry's there, the cinnamon's there, the biscuit is there, too. Yeah. I oh, mean, absolutely. like, and it's all balanced. You yeah. taste everything. It's like going to Willy Wonka's and having a fun time.
4: Yeah. Like <laughs> licking the schnozberry. Exactly. <laughs> hey, now. Or, or you know...
6: <laughs>
2: Or actually, I'm thinking of the girl that like blew up, you know, because oh, yeah. she had the cobbler for dessert. Violet. Yeah, yeah, Violet. But I can understand her like enjoying up to that point. Right. God, this is so flipping good. I wish mm-hmm. I had more of it. Yes. Five.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, I could wax poetic, but you guys have already done that. Um, <laughs> it's phenomenal. Uh, I agree with June, the the cinnamon and vanilla it's so weird how that comes out in this light body and this beer is very light in color, so it sort of um, disguises the depth of the flavor of this beer, it's, it's incredible how you get that much flavor in such a light colored and light bodied beer but uh, somehow they do it and it is just like a cobbler I absolutely give it a 5 <laughs>
5: boy met so i bake a lot of pies in the fall and winter and this has so much cinnamon in there this makes you want to go make a pie right now this, this is so great the blueberries are great i'd expect it to be a little darker um i could even use a little more blueberry in it because i really like tart uh, fruit and yeah. and if, if you say that's like your main ingredient or not necessarily the main ingredient but if that's your headline ingredient i want to have no doubt whatsoever i give it a four it's really good
2: uh, and good old boy Kendall
1: pass. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what? <Uh-oh. laughs> I am. The, I'll be the lone dissenter. Burn it, down. Kendall's gonna burn it down. Everybody. You know, I generally don't like spiced beers and cinnamon. It, it just brings back too many nightmares of of bad nutmeg and allspice and all that in beers. Uh, although to be fair t- to Funky Buddha great execution and only because of just how well they did it it's a four for me but if Uh, this was anybody uh, else uh,
3: (laughs) well dang imagine if he had liked it (laughs)
1: wow
4: the
2: blueberries okay
1: yeah just a little (laughs) too much cinnamon
2: (laughs) well there's a lot
1: there
2: can't be fine fine just fine so kendall tell us about your next beer.
1: Okay, the next beer we have is Three Daughters out of Saint Petersburg. We actually got to visit them on the Beer Bloggers Conference post excursion. Uh, it's the red, or the Rod Bender Red, American style, but it's very light in the caramel flavors. I was just telling somebody yesterday that there's not many great reds out there. It's just it's an old you know, it's a 1996 brew pub style, but mm-hmm. this is really well executed, and I think I liked it because it didn't have a lot of just overly caramel Did flavors. you
3: feel your rod bending as you were <laughs> drinking it, or was uh, it straightening? <laughs> I don't even
6: know where to go. No
1: comment. Let me just say that it was a very nice beer, and I gave it a four. Hmm
4: Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) oh june help us out (laughs) i'm not sure i can follow that (laughs) wow i'm a little embarrassed right now um yeah this is like this is another style that's not one of my favorite styles but but yeah but i liked it it was good um a good bit of malt flavor to it uh I'm, i'm gonna say three Three? Yeah,
6: just, uh, yeah. We'll go on. Three. Three point five. Is that your final? Oh, Uh-oh. I snuck
2: it in there. <laughs> Fine. Well, my version of the Rod Bender Red American Amber Ale—it was pretty good. I mean, it's hard to make ambers. It's hard to make good ambers, and I thought this was a good, solid amber. And the fact that it's in a can makes it even better. I'm giving this puppy a four. <laughs> And we'll be right back after this little brief break with some more takes on the Rodbender Bender Red American Amber Ale.
5: Crickets.
7: It's not just the destination But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a. wheel blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. To the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads With a view We
3: know someone who can ship us some
2: Well, we do know someone who can ship us some Hey, welcome back everyone We are discussing the beers of florida and right now we're talking about um three daughters rod bender red american amber ale good old boy dave what'd you think of this
3: so i'm i'm pretty up and down on on ambers and reds i mean you know some are good some try to be maltier versions of pale ales which is kind of a mistake because then you end up sort of throwing things out of balance putting it sweeter than it needs to be like i'm sweeter than i need to be but that's not really what you'd want in a beer um now as far as whether this bent my rod or not i'm not gonna say during the show
7: now before i begin the lesson will those of you who are playing in the match this afternoon move your clothes down onto the lower peg immediately after lunch Before you write your letter home, if you're not getting your hair cut, unless you've got a younger brother who's going out this weekend as the guest of another boy. Uh,
3: I would have to give Rod Bender Red Ale from Three Daughters a three.
2: Good old boy Matt, what'd you think?
5: So, I I like Ambers, I like Reds. I feel like sometimes there's not a whole lot to compare it to out there, and maybe not compare it to the good ones. So sometimes I'm a little con- little confused about what I, what I like and, d- and dislike about ambers and reds. Um, this was just okay to me. Do you know any ambers?
6: <laughs>
5: That's something say you no. could compare it to. <laughs> not many, not many. Yes. Have you tasted many ambers? I have had some in the past, yes. <laughs>
6: um, <laughs> oh okay. Wait, wow. we're talking about beer, right? <laughs>
3: Oh, sorry, I thought we were having a moment there. Okay. Well,
0: with that, I shall give it a four.
2: You sick puppy.
6: <laughs>
2: okay, me again, me again, me again. Um, so I get the luxury of talking about a beer from Coppertail Brewing in Tampa. It's the unholy, the American Tripel. God bless this beer.
6: Amen. And I mean yes. that figuratively oh, and literally.
2: <laughs> so the description is, their take on the tripel style, originally brewed by monks in Belgium, features fruity, funky notes from the traditional Belgian yeast paired with a sacrilegious American hop character. And it is a 9.5%. Okay, this puppy doesn't taste like a 9.5% Not at all. At all. Yeah. No. But can I tell you how beautiful this is? It is. And the fact that this is in a bottle, like a small six-pack, actually four-pack bottle, oh my stars.
3: So how do you feel about it?
2: (laughs) I mean, the flavor on this is profound. I, I know that sounds stupid, but it really? is it is profound.
3: Are you having a religious experience?
6: <laughs> <laughs> it
2: is am. Sunday. Yeah, it is Sunday. It is yeah. Sunday. <laughs> um, I am having a religious experience and I probably have to go into a corner somewhere. It is just so flipping minute. good. <laughs> um, I'm giving this a five. <laughs>
3: So, triples or tripels, however you're supposed to say it, I don't even know, <laughs> to me has always been a challenge for me to really enjoy because they're they're big beers usually, they have a lot of malt forward character, and you really have to enjoy Belgian yeast to really embrace this kind of beer. Um, some of the, the, the fruity esters and things like that that come out... Um, bother me sometimes i don't know why um because you know hey i'm usually pretty easy going uh but or fruity (laughs) checkmate (laughs) never mess with the guy with the sound effects button so anyways um but uh maybe i'm a little fruity i don't know you know whatever a little funky. You know, a little funky, yeah. <laughs> All right, so anyways, um, yeah, it's pretty good for the style. I like it. I like their brewery. I love their artwork. It's very cool.
5: And I would give this
0: beer a four.
2: Good old boy, Matt. What'd you think of this?
5: So I tend to like a lot of Belgians.
2: Well, Are we
3: talking
5: about beer? That's what she said. Or girls. Yes. <laughs> and I like a lot of uh, high-grav uh, beers. I like them a lot. So I give this one a to face the wrath of another abbreviation, I give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh.
2: Good boy, Kendall.
1: I, I agree with you, Juliana. I love this beer. I love Coppertail, one of my favorite breweries in Tampa. They were really great to us. Um, some amazing beers, but I love the twist with the American hops, getting a little citrus character, along with those what Dave mentioned fruity. I got... Bubble gum and juicy fruit in this, plus a little bit of little peppery uh, phenols that you get from that Belgian yeast. I loved it. It's a five. Yeah. Kendall loves those phenols. Cool. Cool girl, June.
4: Well, fruity and funky monks are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> So you grew up Catholic. I really really love this one. This was good. Uh, man, the fact that it's a 9.5 that could be a problem because I really really like this. I know and it's
2: so
7: easy, and it's drinking. So easy
4: dangerous. drinking. It's a, that's yeah. a dangerous beer yeah. right here. Um yeah, definitely a 5 for me.
6: So when them-
2: Speaking of fruitiness, good old boy Dave, what's your next beer? <laughs> so we
3: have Passion Wheat from J-Dubs. J-Dubs. <laughs> in lovely Sarasota, Florida. I've never been there, but I hear it's lovely. Um, so I'm sure there's something I'm supposed to read about this. Uh, <laughs> and it has Passion Fruit and Mangoes. I like both of those. Uh, in a weed ale. It says it's It says that it's easy drinking and refreshing and it's crushable okay anyways let me let me try it here hold on oh my god it's like passion fruit and mango in a wheat beer (laughs) and it's really refreshing and i bet you could crush this in the sun seriously i like it i think j dubs is a cool brewery i'm gonna give this a four
2: good old boy matt
5: So I really like uh, passion fruit and mango, and I really feel like the mango is very prominent, but it disappears way too quickly. Um, And because of that, I I would really like a lot more um, beer and more flavor. So I'm going to give it a three.
3: (laughs) Want, want, want.
2: Good boy, Kendall.
1: I enjoyed the beer. In fact, everything I had from J-Dubs in Florida was great. Uh, We mentioned on the other show their milk chocolate porter. Pick that up if you can find it. I think this one is just as good love the passion fruit in this. It's a four.
4: Good old girl, Yeah, I definitely want to be sitting by the pool drinking this beer, or a few of these beers. So, yeah, a four.
0: Uh, uh, uh.
2: Juliana. J-Dubs, we love you. I mean, I I remember, like, when we met him in the the cow outfit, I mean, come on.
3: Not a lot of guys will let you milk him on the first date. Exactly.
2: And He he did. He was
4: ready for it. He
2: was ready for it. And what a cool, passionate guy. I mean... As the, crowd, as the crowd goes
1: wild. Yeah, he was awesome. So enthusiastic yeah. about he his was. Brewery. Yeah. Enthusiastic yeah.
2: Enthusiastic He was an cool enthusiastic brewer with like really cool beer. And utters. And yeah. utters, <laughs> I'm down. I am so down. I give this beer a four. Uh, uh, uh. So last but not least, good old boy Matt, what's your last beer?
5: So our last one is a Key Billy. And this is uh, brewed by uh, Brew Hub in Lakeland. This is an amber uh, brewed with key lime. Um, and this is a 5.4% ABV. And we actually drove past it um, en route between our pre-excursion to our Tampa destination. Nice. And uh, I was really excited to pick this one up. Um, I like the key limes. Gums seems like a, a, a rare ingredient to make with beer. But it's it's, it's there. It's not crazy it's not key lime pie you're not you're not gonna get a lot of your cinnamon or your spices or anything there's no cinnamon yeah, correct correct um but i go to four uh, uh,
2: good boy kendall
1: when i heard it was a key lime amber i thought well that's weird because you know you think key lime and pale oils or yeah, IPAs, ipas or a wheat beer yeah. But what I really liked about that amber character instead of coming across as caramel or some other flavor it it came out is like a graham cracker crust mm. and so I did kind of get a key lime pie but the like the amber gave it like that graham cracker flavor and the key limes were not overstated just kind of nicely done it was a fantastic beer it's a four uh, uh, uh.
2: Good old June.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback on that a little bit. I like that yeah, how the amber kind of added that little graham cracker crust taste to the, the key lime and balanced it out really well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four as well. Okay,
2: and I'm piggybacking the piggyback Man, there's a lot of, pigs. of the piggy. I know there's a lot of pigs in this episode, isn't
3: Mm-mm-mm. there? Florida's um, full of pigs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: No, those were like wild pigs, those feral pigs. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, sure. Mm. That get eaten by the gators?
3: <clears throat> no, they fight the quackalopes. Oh, they fight
2: the quackalopes, <laughs> who then get eaten by the gators. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: In the anacondas.
2: This is a cool bear. Matt. Thanks so much for bringing this. Um, thanks, Matt. I know, and I didn't see this. I would have, I would have picked it up otherwise. And I don't
3: think we could have squeezed another beer in that car.
2: Oh come honestly. on! There's always more room. Always, always. always. You could sit with some. It's <laughs> just... already
3: sitting with some in my belly the whole way. <laughs> well, is,
2: well. Anyways, um, no, this was cool. I mean, because it's a distinctive key lime flavor. Um, which was cool, but the graham crackerness, man. I mean, it really was like tasting a piece oh, of pie. Julie
3: invented another word, graham
0: crackerness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways, I give this a four.
0: Uh, 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 um, I don't, yeah. I don't
2: really
3: like key lime. What? But I like this yeah, beer. What? 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 Well, I don't like key lime pie. That's crazy talk. What? Pie shouldn't taste like limes. Why yeah. not? Easy, easy. it shouldn't, okay? It just shouldn't. It's wrong. All right?
5: Can we give a yeah. sound effect? <laughs> Can we yeah. give
6: a sound what effect yourself? Yeah, give yourself a sound effect. <laughs> uh, wrong sound
2: right effect. <laughs> that is more like it. <laughs> there. Y'all happy? I, I like All that right. one better.
3: All right. Well, I don't like key lime pie, but I like key lime beer when it tastes like this. So... If you could drink a key lime pie and it would taste like this and it would have alcohol in it, I would like it. So, I like this a lot. And I'm giving it a four.
2: Well, any last thoughts about Florida beer?
3: I think Florida is a great beer destination. I think people should think about... I mean, if you're already going to go down there for the beach or something, definitely. But even if you were kind of up in the air about where to go on vacation, if you want to take a beer occasion, go to Florida.
6: When the last leaf of autumn has fallen to the ground and the icy wind through the empty trees makes a howling sound At first it drives you indoors and then it drives you mad That's when you know you need it and you know you need it bad You say it every song. What makes it go so fast? Later on you wonder what makes the winter last While the springtime you've been waiting for Never comes somehow That's when you know you need it And you know you need it Now you need the sunshine and sea breeze so-
1: I've noticed when I when I travel is and I hear the same thing from other people that that I go to some place and I go wow your beer scene's great here and it's a a Dozens of breweries I've never heard about because they're local and they serve their region and they're making great beer. And people go, "Oh, is how's the beer scene in Tennessee?" I've never heard of it. Well, I had a Yazoo beer once, but that's all they know, and they don't know that there's dozens of breweries in the state. So, the great thing about traveling is you get to experience all these wonderful local breweries. And Florida yep. is full of them, over close to two hundred now.
2: I know it's crazy. I, I mean, because. i I guess call me naive but when i was thinking of like okay florida beers i'm like they're all going to be light they're not going to have any flavor whatsoever and then the couple times that i've been to gabf and tasting beers from florida i'm like wow there is some flavor but this
3: so naive
2: i know (laughs) i know i know but this trip has really opened my eyes and given me a really great appreciation for the lagers that they brew in Florida and the flavors that they have. It's not just your run-of-the-mill IPAs that they have anymore. And their love of blueberries is <laughs> profound.
6: <laughs> yes. So
3: many blueberries. You know what's weird <laughs> is they make a lot of great saisons in Florida, but we didn't even talk about any saisons. And that's kind of the
1: thing right now. Yeah, and yeah, I guess it great is. great sours coming out green bench. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't even have any of those. Yeah, but fantastic. Beer.
2: Not to mention Saint somewhere. And oh, a, those yeah. might be coming
3: soon. Green bench and Saint somewhere. Oh, maybe, maybe Stay at a tuned. theater,
2: at, at a podcast near you. Yeah. <laughs> um Any closing thoughts?
3: I didn't have any thoughts at any point during the show, so <laughs> I don't know oh, why. it's obvious.
1: Why should he start now? Exactly. Exactly. I,
3: I think I'm glad that Matt came and joined us. Yeah. You did pretty well. Yeah. yeah, and thank you for inviting me. Yeah.
1: And this was a great wrap up. The uh, 2016 Beer Bloggers and Writers Conference in Tampa, Saint Phenomenal. Pete, was wonderful, and it really exposed us to a, a big world of Florida beer.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And looking onward towards our next year and more beer.
1: Is there thank beer you. in Milwaukee? I uh, I
2: think there's some beer in Milwaukee. I think a Milwaukee. couple places
3: just opened up. No idea. yeah <laughs>
2: yeah well anyways well i think that was great stuff for us today and um thank you to those in tampa that hosted us and those in jacksonville that hosted us st. Pete. and those in st pete that hosted us um and it was gainesville. and gainesville yes 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 Gainesville's going to be on the map if they aren't already mm. um well that's going to wrap it up for today's suds episode we hope that you enjoyed this episode and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, folks! Woo-hoo. PRX and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play. Yes, you know you want us on Google, Google. Play. <laughs> and our Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip, Sud Smokes on iTunes, or in our Google Play Store.
3: We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at
4: Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sips Suds Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news.
1: Hey, y'all, do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode you're listening to if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well.
2: Kendall, why don't you tell us about your beer blog and where to find it?
1: June and I share the good news of good beer at BeerMix3.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter.
2: Good old boy Matt, why don't you tell us about the Nashville Beer Blog and where they can find you?
5: Yep, you can find us on the webpage, NashvilleBeerBlog.com, as well as social media on Facebook and Twitter.
2: Yay! Well, I want to thank all of our hosts today, good old boy Dave. Well, thank me for being here. I'm <laughs> very welcome. good old boy matt
1: thank you had a blast
2: good old boy kendall
1: it's always a pleasure drink good beer y'all
2: good old gal june (laughs) cheers y'all and i am good old gal juliana thank you for joining us again and keep on juggling.